And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And today we're going to be talking about this is episode 350. If you're joining us for the live stream, welcome. Everybody is welcome here at 100 Watts and a Wire. So many things to talk about. And I think I'm going to break it down and get a little heavy on you. And I know you're saying, oh, see, child, I know, you know, I came here for the diodes. I came here for my SWRs. Well, Andy, I get it. I understand. But Christian, I was here for the show on inclusion. Everybody's welcome at 100 Watts and a Wire. Yes, that's true. That's very good. It's true. I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to be a better man. I was here when you did the show on diversity. Specifically, the ladies and the people of color. That's right. That's great. I'm trying to be a better man. Trying to, trying to, that's right. That's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. Well, Christian, I was here when you did the show featuring the blind. And you told the manufacturers of the ham radio gear, you need to be thinking about people with disabilities when you make your gear for ham radio. And that's true. That is all True. And Christian, I was here for six weeks when you partnered up with another ham to try to find a man a kidney, a living donor for a kidney. Six weeks special event raising awareness. That's right. We did that too. You know, I'm trying to be a better man. Well, all of that stuff is very important. And there's some things going on that we need to talk about. I think it is a show that is rooted in radio, but we're living a life and there's a lot of things going on in life that, that we probably need to share. We talk about it. Not just the digestive health that you hear about on 80 meters. And I think all that's important too. You know, I mean, you're pretty good friends if you can talk about your digestive health. So we encourage that as well. But what brought this up? I'm going to talk about something heavy and I need you to hear me. So hear me. And we're going to talk about the mind a little bit today. The mind of of you and the people around you and how important it is. This came up a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this brother, Richard Wagner, right? 61-year-old guy in Erie, Pennsylvania, who had 37 charges against him for misusing his license, misrepresenting amateur radio, the FCC, the whole nine. And at that time, bomb threats, terror, terroristic type things. And... At the time, I remember our community was saying, look, you know, he needs to go. He's got to go to jail and take his license and maybe rehabilitation, whatever, but he's got to go. He doesn't represent us. And I think we were all like, yeah, that's, that's not good. Well, this guy goes to court. Now, I said 37 charges, 37 charges. The prosecutors drop all but two. The judge in the case decides, okay, the money side of this is $250,000 bond. He lowers it, the judge, to $25,000. And I imagine you pay 10% of that and you're out. You're back in the public. The stipulation was, you know, you can't get out there and misuse your radio again on any device. You can't misuse any device. And they were going to remove the equipment from his home. So, 
and and thanks to um to Brad Kilo Charlie Three Bravo Hotel India who sent this follow up story because the guy in Erie went right back to it. It didn't matter that he had thirty five cases or. What do they call it? The uh, situation, whatever it was, he had 30 counts. 35 counts were put out, right? He's on the plus side. And on the money side's a plus. He goes back and he gets pulled back in again. Another $175,000 in bond. Uh, this is the last week of March. And I thought, when I read this from Brad, he put it in our Discord. I was like, you know, this just doesn't sound like a person who's thinking rationally at all. You know, this this is this sounds like a problem. And as much as you want to just say, uh, I mean, like, you'd big dummy, whatever you want to say about a situation like this, it's probably not right. And we're not even thinking about him specifically. 14 new counts. So this brother basically went home and made more threats. Uh, all kinds of transmissions to get himself in all kinds of trouble. Threatened the, uh, the judge, threatened the prosecutors, threatened to blow up buildings. This is after he was shown leniency. And I think uh, it's pretty clear. I mean, tornado warnings, all kinds of emergency stuff. And, and yeah, we're all back to like they did in France. There was another case in France recently, if not last week, but last few weeks. And... Uh, they decided to take the ham, one year in prison, uh, you're suspended for two years, your license, and then you'll be put on probation. This is the Versailles court. And then you've got a financial burden. So that's what they did there in France. So essentially, this guy in Erie, Pennsylvania has welcomed all the charges back again, essentially. And I thought, we need to talk about this a little bit, because mental health is a serious thing that we all will deal with, either with ourselves, our loved ones, people we know. Luckily, our community has uh, some smart people in it. So I want to introduce you to Meredith. There's Meredith. Meredith, Meredith is also an amateur radio operator. She is Kilo Charlie 3 Sierra Echo Papa, KC3SEP, and has just elevated the show by being on it. So thank you and welcome, wow. Meredith, thank for coming. Thank you. Thank you. How flattering. Yeah. Thanks I'm, for having me. You're a mental health counselor, and I had a few basic yeah. questions. I think it's always important that we ask or lay a good foundation. And I'm curious. We talked about the case. There's probably much more going on with this guy, and we can't really speak to his condition, of course, but All we can right. see the pattern of behavior, at least, to recognize mm -hmm. this, let me just ask you first, this was not a question that we had planned out, but does this sound like a candidate to you that is dealing with something a little bit more than your average person? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, when I read the article, it happened to list his home address, and I was curious. Hmm. And he actually lives in uh, Section 8 government subsidized housing, which indicates there's some poverty there. And that's a whole other show, but poverty and mental health kind of tend to create a very vicious cycle that's hard to break. Um, so 
Yeah, like you said, I can't, I've never met this man. I'm not going to diagnose him, but it does seem that there are some pretty severe issues going on. And when we hear things like that, I think we do kind of jump to what is wrong with this person? Um, there's a great clinician researcher named Dr. Bruce Perry who argues that we should say what happened to them because these behaviors don't come from nowhere. Most typically, there's been severe trauma and neglect abuse in childhood, and that actually changes the architecture of your brain. So when we're looking at people with personality disorders and very extreme behaviors, usually they have a history of a pretty unfortunate early start in life. So they're difficult to deal with, but it also kind of, when we frame it that way, I think it helps us have some empathy as well. I mean, there are times, and this is just my opinion here, and I'm not leading you at all, but I, I feel like my generation growing up, mental illness was not something that was openly discussed. And I think there's a, yeah. a demographic in amateur radio that is aging up, of course. It's considered to be a couple different things, but uh, it's an older demographic. And I'm thinking to myself that this is probably something that they grew up not wanting to talk about or mm -hmm. recognizing or that's just, I've had them in my family where that's just mm -hmm. uncle so-and-so and, you know, it's just whatever. And we don't really talk about that. I mean, literally those words, is we, we don't talk about that and certainly yeah. not yeah. here. And you're like, okay, got it. I want to ask you though, um, how can we recognize the signs of mental health issues in others? So, I think the key word here is change. If there are people who are changing in front of us, um, changes in demeanor, are they withdrawn? Are they sleeping a lot more? Are they sleeping a lot less? Do there, are there little changes in appetite? Are they no longer doing or enjoying activities they previously found engaging? Are they, um, is there an increase in substance use, which kind of is a way people to numb out difficult feelings? Um, Self-care could be another indication. Are they not dressing the way they did, you know, staying clean? Uh, they could also be verbalizing feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, excessive guilt, excessive self-criticism. And I think it's more common that we see things on that depressive end. But there's, the other, the, there's also the manic end, so someone might be very restless. Um, they could express very grandiose ideals unrealistic plans, not sleeping. So that's on the other end. Um, and anger is also one that you know, we've seen and that we see in the gentleman that you mentioned. That can be overlooked, um, especially in teens, but that also is a symptom of depression. Um, and there's a great uh, graphic that I like to use that has the metaphor of anger as an iceberg. Because anger is really typically an easier feeling for us to access, you know, access and express. But underneath anger is really you know, much harder things to say and express to people. So shame, guilt, fear, whatever. So I think those are the big things would be to look for changes in those affects. Um, if it's not somebody you know already, then just seeing those behaviors in other people can kind of indicate that there's some issues going on with them. This one seems like a case where it's like, to me, and I know nothing, I was like, wow, but there's definitely something bigger happening on with this yeah. guy. This is very self-destructive. You know, right. he, he had some, you know, really good things happen to him. I mean, giving what he had mm -hmm. done... A lot of things were like going in his favor. He probably could have cleaned this up and things would have been better, but he couldn't. 
he couldn't and he went back yeah. for and and did it again it was very de- self-destructive and we yeah. talked about what we can see in other people in that case is probably very easy there could be subtle things that happen in others what about ourselves is, is there things is it the same for the identity in others as it is for ourselves because we tend to put walls up and you know it's kind of we have a whole different thing when we analyze ourselves so to speak is, is there a way that we can start to see signs in ourselves I think for the more typical issues, absolutely. And they would be the same thing. I mean, I think that we know when we kind of feel like doing anything and we're not doing things, we're tired and we don't see people or talk or we're feeling blue. And also just kind of noticing what's our self-talk like. Are we being very hard on ourselves and unkind to ourselves? So yeah, we can recognize it. Um, I think when, again, if you're getting to more severe personality type issues, and it does trace back to early childhood, where I mentioned you know, literally the brain has changed, then it can be harder to recognize because you're not looking at yourself, your brain's not functioning in a rational way. But for the more typical people, yeah, we can kind of recognize when we feel off and not great mentally. Just want to uh, let our audience know, if you have a question, you could always send that to us. We have a form. You can send it between shows. If you're here in the live stream, you can send questions. Just put a cue in front of it, and um, maybe I can send those to Meredith. If they're um, mental health-related, I'll pass them on. The last thing she wants to know is that uh, Christian, a, a guy, is sending me more questions. I thought I had enough. We did one thing. That was enough. Uh, but I will um, I will forward those, and maybe we can get answers if you're interested in that. Put a cue in front of your question, and we'll pull those. But the last one for you today that I had is what are the first steps? Say we identify it in mm-hmm. our brother, our family member, or our friend, or even ourselves. What are the first steps? What should we do? I think if someone is pulled to seek professional help, and I do think, you know, you're talking about the stigma. I think that's going away thankfully, for a lot of people. Um, absolutely, I wouldn't hesitate to seek it out. Realistically, depending on where you live and what your insurance and finances are like, it's not very easily obtainable for everyone. But I, you know, my very first appointment with clients, I talk about the foundations of mental health, which are really lifestyle. So sleep, exercise, diet, what does it look like in your life? And if you're not sleeping and you're eating garbage and you don't feel like moving, you're not going to feel great mentally. So we can start with those things um, and they can be very effective, um, sometimes as effective as antidepressants for people. If you're not able to do any of that, if you're feeling so low that you just can't get off the couch, then I think it's time to find a professional counselor, even talk to your PCP if you can't get in with a mental health professional. And sometimes just being on medication then allows you to tackle those other things and makes it easier. Um, And I also tell people, you know, start with small realistic changes. Don't tell yourself, all right, I'm going to feel better and I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. No, you know, go for a walk around the block. That that helps. Um, So I think starting with lifestyle is a good thing. You can, don't hesitate to seek professional help if it's available in your area. Um, and even just talking to a friend, you know, opening up. It can feel really good to just sort of unburden yourself with what's going on with a trusted friend or family member. 
Well, that's great. Well, thank you for your time today and uh, yeah. your expertise on the topic. And you're welcome to come back at any time. Oh, uh, it's you. Meredith Kilo Charlie Three Sierra Echo Papa Mental Health Count uh, Counselor. Yes, one more thing I forgot. Take to it say. over. There are also um, there are wonderful books, articles, podcasts out there about mental health too. So I think that's uh, you know thing you can do for yourself very easily. I appreciate all that, and yeah. you know, talking to you know, this is very men based of a certain age or in amateur radio. It doesn't mean that's only, but you yeah. know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of guys in this and there's a lot of people who won't talk. So I think your point about talking to friends and people you trust, um, yeah. you know, that can maybe help you. So that, yeah. that's great stuff. Yeah. I get it. It's intimidating to reach out for a lot of people and I understand that. So, well, thank you Maybe so seven. much. Uh, enjoy yeah, your, thanks for having me. your weekend. We appreciate you. As we say, 7-3, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, well, well. All right, Scotty. Scotty is here. Let's see if we can do this. Scotty's got some information to share with you about the contest, and then we'll pick some things up as we go. Go ahead, Scotty. Kick it. All right. We got a lot of of QSO parties happening this weekend. We got the Nebraska QSO party, the New Mexico QSO party, Georgia QSO party. Oh, North Dakota QSO party. We have uh, Texas State Parks on the air. So that, uh, that ought to keep folks busy. Some, I know I need North, North Dakota, so I'm going to be getting in on some of that action this weekend. Um, so, yeah, be a lot, of, a lot of fun going on there. All right. Well, went to, went you to Airwave Fun. You got more? You got more? No, that's it for now. All right. Very good. All right. I will put the music. I don't know. That was pretty sharp. Oh, but I've got to do one now. I've got to do one. Oh, this is the first vocal on your lyric sheet. Oh, let's talk about LDG Electronics, family owned and operated. They've got the balance. They've got the unins. They've got your analog meters. And if you're looking at me, look at that. That's a sexy analog meter by LDG. You'll put that in play tomorrow night uh, as we, uh, we get cooking with the Sunday evening net. And of course, the world famous tuners. They've got the tuner. They'll tune a fish like the REO Speedwagon record. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. LDG can tune a fish and a piano and your random wire. Visit them online, ldgelectronics.com. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG. Oh, boy, I don't know how I manage to stay on time. You got the lady in the room. She's got that big brain. I'm thinking to myself, just stay together, stay together. Should I maybe I should wear a tie? I don't know what to do. But uh, there you go. Um, I hopefully hopefully that was helpful. I didn't get to check on the the chats there, but you know, we're I consider us to be a show that's rooted in radio. But we're all living a life, and we're all dealing with things, and we're dealing with our family members who are having issues, and we're dealing with all this stuff, man. So life and amateur radio is basically what. You're going to hear about Steve. Uh, let me pass it over to you. I'll get a drink of coffee. Say good morning to everybody who's joined us live in the chat here. We appreciate you again. Put a cue in front of your question. Anything, anything, fa- family life, radio. It's all good. Steve, oh, what did you? Man. What did well, you make thank, of that? Thank you, Meredith, for uh, joining us today. That was that was great, and um, it, it was kind of opened up my eyes a little bit. And that way. Um, just kind of keep an, keep an eye on friends and family and uh, a few others and uh, hopefully uh, be a place to where, hey, if, you know, if you can need something, you know, tap me on the shoulder. We'll see what we can do to help you. But uh, really appreciate it uh, stopping by. And good morning, everyone. It's 
it's been a, another crazy week at, you know, the work QTH as usual, but uh, had a little snow overnight and looks like we got some more snow coming here. So, but uh, it's like, yeah, I know it's April, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. 40 degrees here at game time and we had snow flurries. It was too warm down below for it to do any, any sort of sticking around, but man, we had it. I'm like, oh man, second year in a row where it snowed in April. Uh, Scotty, uh, GB, any uh, ideas, any thoughts of how that uh, segment, with, segment with Meredith went? I mean, if she showed any interest, you know I'd have to let you go, right? Because... Hey, I, you know, right? I, 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 I could dye my hair blonde. <laughs> like, like hers. <laughs> Try to keep my job. Oh, um, I, no, it was an ex- <laughs> excellent segment, excellent segment. Uh, as, uh, you know, some of the things we were talking about, especially, um, you know, keeping it a yourself in check i find myself as a i've hit the 50 year mark in my life and and looking back and and kind of you know down on myself a little bit about some things that didn't pan out the way it was and questioning my my choices and and uh it's an easy spiral to to go down um unless you, you know, keep on top of it and get, I, I take a little walk like she, she suggested that that really helps kind of keep things keeps my mind clear yeah um, excellent, excellent segment for me, you know, I had kids, so my kids become, no matter what, you got to, you know, you put it on, you shine it on, and you know you got a purpose. It's a whole different different thing for me. But yeah, I, I, I could say, like, I grew up in a time where I, I couldn't, as much I love my father and influential, he was one of the toughest men I ever had met in my life. And had he had lived past 58, um he would he would still be the toughest man I ever ever met, and it wasn't something you go and say, Dad. You know, I'm kind of dealing with an issue. You know, go, go, go put on a helmet, kid. You know, and go out there and chop down a tree. You know, and suck it up, bro. Suck it up, suck it up. You know, you gotta. You know, and you didn't show that. And I think maybe we've, um, I don't know, we've outgrown it. It's just become more, you know, of a thing. So anyway, in our community, you got to talk about things that that will matter and affect your life and could affect your, your radio. We talked about this brother here in Erie who is clearly now it's like we were, we were so early into just throw that, throw him in jail and whatever happens to him happens to him. And then the second case, 14 new cases after some really big leniency, like ranges where it was actually good for him. You know, he probably had $2,500 got out back in society you can go back to work. You're not looking at something so bad that you can't overcome. Not enough for him. And I was like, oh. And I think I wrote to both of you guys, and we got it into Discord. It was like, this is bigger. This is bigger than just a guy losing it. And it doesn't take too many minutes on 7,200 to go. <laughs> There's a lot. And I, and I do, I'm guilty of poking fun at these guys because the stuff they say, you're like, wow, that is just, you know, and... But I think probably a good majority of those folks, they're sick, man. They're sick. They got each other. And it sounds like, you know, wow. So anyway, I'm thinking a little bit beyond put them in jail. And uh, hopefully it helps somebody. So if you're struggling with that, uh, I don't know if it helps. But it's it's good to hear from people who know these things and see these things. Self-diagnosis is pretty damn hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, denial comes into play. So it's like, you're oh, never no, wrong. I don't have a... We're never wrong. I'm not, I'm not the problem. Everybody else is. You have the problem, sir. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is you. Um, anyway, you're welcome to comment on that in any form you want. You can send me an email 
Now we can talk about diodes and SWR if you like. But uh, I want to uh, thank the new members. We have new members that have sub- uh, joined, subscribed for as 100 watt. I uh, they're 100 watt uh, sustaining members. That's what I wanted to say. Danny Kilo November Four Delta Papa Alpha and Carson Whiskey Quebec One India both have signed up to be sustaining members. We appreciate you. All the money and support we get through donations and sponsorship go back into the show to try to put this on for you each week. So we appreciate that. And Mark, Kilo Charlie 3, Juliet, Tango, Foxtrot, he's a renewal. He's come back again. Now, I don't know why, but he did come back. So we appreciate all of uh, the support this week as that goes. Thank you, Barry, much. And speaking of Mark, he's one of the very um, interesting people. I'm going to start talking to people in our community who do interesting things. It's it's one thing to talk to the stars and to see, you know, I, I'm, I'm a people person. I'm interested in the people and what they've done and what their life is like and that sort of stuff. And I think in a little bit here, we'll meet Mark and you'll, you'll see that this guy had an interesting profession. So speaking of that, let us know if you, uh, if you had an interesting per, uh, profession and any sort of that sort of stuff, then uh, drop it in the chat. Tell us what you've did. We're, we're curious to see uh, what you have done. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I got a couple of minutes and, and it kind of leads into the misconceptions. I was interested, this might be a bigger topic and maybe I've gone too far today in the mental health side and we should just throw a tighter spiral here. But I'll ask you guys first and if it comes up um, again, uh, we'll go deeper into it. But, got it. but I asked our community about the misconceptions of amateur radio and, and I talked with Meredith just slightly a little bit our demographics are aging up, right? We're seen as a kind of dinosaur type of hobby and waka waka. And that demographic is the the ones we're talking about, like my father and older who are not putting feelings out there and that kind of stuff. So a misconception may be that, you know, you can't talk to anybody. Maybe that's a misconception. We get into other different misconceptions where people are like, oh, it's like CB radio and like that. Uh, For you guys being here on the show, Steve, what is your what do you think is one of the biggest misconceptions about amateur radio? Oh, it's just you know your grandfather's hobby, and you know you're stuck in the basement, and uh, you're just uh, antisocial. All you want to do is talk on the radio, and it's uh, most of that is I think uh, people just not understand the hobby and uh, what it's about. Uh, they, pretty much people you know are revolved around the cell phone and you know newer technology and they they view um amateur radio as old school old technology and it's like well oh wow that's oh that's nice that you talk to someone in kuwait but you know i could do that with this and they're they pull up Mm -hmm. their cell phone and stuff like that so it's um and it's a lot of that and it's the you know the old the old guy and in the basement or whatever so it's uh there's there's a lot of misconceptions of it what do you guys think that are here that are in the chat today you can go ahead and put that in there and of course uh, people listening to the audio podcast you can send your stuff we invite you always to come uh, to the show while it's recorded live here for now i think you know it's 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 a good thing and it's fun to have you here what do you guys think here is the misconception of the biggest or one of the biggest misconceptions about amateur radio. Put it in the chat here. Scotty, what do you think? What are the misconceptions about amateur radio? 
in the in the, the circles that I run in, it's uh they always immediately make the connection to uh to like trucker CB radio, like breaker nine one nine, breaker one nine, good buddy. You talking to your trucker friends? Uh, no, I'm talking to some guy in a park in Michigan. Like what? And then when I get to explain to him a little bit all the different aspects, satellites, um, some of the digital modes, wind link, and they're like, I can see, you know, I can send send a, a short text message through my APRS, and they're like, it kind of blows them away. But yeah, the initial conception is like, oh, my grandfather, he he had ham radio, and and uh, yeah, it's kind of I think similar misconceptions for every for everyone. And maybe we're seeing things change, you know, a lot of, a lot of new technicians are here. We're probably going to see a demographic change. We're seeing, we've got silent keys all the time. It's just, mm -hmm. so the, it, hopefully we're cultivating the new, uh, young folks. I've got a guest coming up here, but first Scotty's going to tell you about, I'll give him a second to pull it up on yeah. his screen here. Cause if I get, if I throw it right to him, it's, yeah. it's off the shoulder pad, I'm, you know, it's one of those I'm, blue, I'm, oh, I was almost, hold on now. All right, Scotty's here with some special events and ham fest. Let's see if I can do this right. Oh yeah, yeah hey, nice, nice, nice segue. Uh, we got here. We got um, Des Moines Radio Amateur Association Ham Fest. It's a big one, April twenty third. So that's a uh, happening uh, on April twenty third in Des Moines. We have April sixteenth, uh, the Raleigh, North Carolina Ham Fest. Also a nice one on the East Coast. Um, you get some info there at the arasfest.org um, and a cool little uh, special event sort of a de-exposition um, we got uh, HC1MM and HC1MD going to be active from the Galapagos Islands Nice. Um, between nice. April 7th and April 14th they're working all the HF bands CW, single sideband, FT4, FT8 so that'll all right. be a fun one to chase down Wow. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, now it is time for us to uh, meet our guest here. Steve, I think you will recognize this brother. Here he is. If we can get him in his frame. Where is it? Yeah, lean into me there. Brother. All right. Very good. Mark is here. He's Kilo He's Charlie 3, Juliet, Tango, Foxtrot. And uh, thank you so much for re-upping on your membership. We appreciate you. It's not the reason why he's here. Uh, there is some small print in the... Uh, the agreement so he has to come on and get his 10 minutes or whatever no it's not yeah, that it's that 15 seconds of fame <laughs> we've been talking about in our discord about a trip we talked about phil who's the 83 84 year old navy veteran who checks into our nets on sundays he has an antenna issue we were all going to deploy to go help him and then we'd say well we'll swing down south and we'll we'll catch up with gummy catch up with gummy we've got friends in maryland maybe we'll stay and the next thing you know is like here's some accommodations and all of a sudden sidecar's like yeah man the brown hotel sounds like a good place to stay and mark you want to talk us <laughs> talk about the brown hotel for a second i don't know do we want to stay there uh-oh i don't hear on my let me check let me check on my side oh yeah i did it i'm sorry buddy all right mark tell us about the Tell us about the hey, the world's famous We're brown just, motel. You muted yourself. I'm muting you. <laughs> oh dear, let me stop uh, here. All right, so you're yeah, muted a, on your end. What do you know about it, Steve? Oh, it's from what Mark has told me on Discord and uh, just and and the pictures. It looks like a fine five star establishment. Mark is still he's on the mute. Oh man, on the mute. We'll get don't you. Be, you unmute. You unmute and then 
yell at us. See, but anyway, I want to talk to him about his career because uh, his career is to me fascinating. Oh God, yes. Uh, you know, he drove around limousine, and he had some very high end clientele. And I, not that I want so much the dirt, but I think that ham radio operators are so uh, interesting. But uh, he may not want to talk about it. This could still be the, um, what is it? The, the uh, statute of limitations may still be mm-hmm. going. But that's why he's continuously muted right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, man. You poke around some buttons and just shout when you get there. So, Scotty, everybody's talking about, oh, the Brown the Brown Hotel. Is this, I'm getting the, it's a, it feels like a little bit of facetiousness that this may not be a five-star, and it may indeed be something a little less than that. What do you know about this? Because, you know, we're trying to ride in style, man. We went public, I mean, millions of dollars on the line, high uh, profiling and styling and all these sorts of things. It's uh, probably the finest motor lodge in all of Maryland. I, dare I say the entire country. The Browns <laughs> Motel is a, a, a little... Uh, uh, S hole uh, along oh. Route 40 on the edges of the Patapsco Valley State Park as you're coming from Baltimore County into Howard County towards Ellicott City. It is uh, famous for its uh, hourly rates, its daily rates, and its weekly rates. Um, I'm going to at least need eight hours. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, why would it's anyone a- need one hour of rest? Yeah, that's it's, uh, that's it's just known too for short. its. Uh, its angle is the rooms of the world. So every each of the hotel rooms, or motel rooms, has a different sort of a decorative vibe, like uh, Paris or uh, oh. Africa or something like that. And it's um. So which yeah, one is your favorite, there, Gummy? Well, you know, being a European descent, uh, the Paris room is quite nice. Oh, Paris, we oui, oui. I've honestly Paris. actually never stayed at the at the Browns, but <laughs> that's what um, you tell interestingly us. <laughs> enough, after the 2016 floods, the Howard County uh-huh. government actually put displaced people from Main Street uh, up at the Browns Motel um, mm-hmm. to give them a place to stay temporarily. So that was that was kind of kind of nice. But yeah, it's a it's a you drive by it's you know, on the highway and you're just like what. I don't think I'll ever be staying there. <laughs> Greg says, sounds like it might be a, quote, no-tell motel. Oh, it's like that. Ben says, sounds like a happening place. So there Ben's you go. been there, I think. Yeah, Ben's been there. I ben know, may actually I know Ben's been there. Ben, he, ben, he, he may actually world. have a share in it. If you. Uh. <laughs> so Mark is still in our guest room, but I think we're still having some audio issues. So, I, so we may have to... Uh, we might have to bring him back because I, I really want to hear these stories. He's driven around some of the most uh, famous people in the world during his time. So we can, uh, we'll bring him back. So don't worry, Mark, we're going to have you come back, brother. Thank you uh, for all of that. And let's see what we can do. Cause we got some questions. Uh, we've even considered uh, running a little overtime today because we got in such a heavy topic. It's like, all right, you know, we'll kind of open it up, put the key under the, the door there for you, perhaps after the show. Uh, let me first tell you about. Oh, it's the Brown Hotel, baby. We got three good windows. The fourth one is, well, you know, it's always open. You never know when you need those three steps. Give me three steps, baby. And we'll give you some courtesy cockroaches. Oh, <laughs> dipped in chocolate. Yeah. 
dip it in chocolate. Yeah. Instead of having little mints on the pillow bed, we'll have some chocolate covered. It's a delicacy, baby. Let me tell you about BioNO Power. What a terrific segue. They have nothing to do with the Brown Hotel. Nothing like that. So sorry, BioNO Power. If you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power, offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Let's go activate the Brown Hotel, baby. Visit by, I just can't help myself. Visit BioNOPower.com. B-I-O-E-N-N-O Power.com. I still think, Scotty, you need to go down and do a special event uh, at the Brown Hotel, you know. We could we could actually probably pull off a POTA activation there because it's uh, mm-hmm. it's three quarters of its uh, pro- of its property boundary is Patapsco Valley State Park K fifteen eighty eight. Yeah, just set up in one of the fly- in the uh, in the Opeti room and uh, run your wire your antenna yeah. out to the uh, into the park and uh, throw it into the can, woods and you can speak, take care. CQ <laughs> you just run it for a few hours and you're good to go. CQ rooms of the world on the air. We're rooms of the world. I like worked all rooms. <clears throat> oh man! <laughs> worked Love all it. rooms of the Brown Motel. Yeah, baby. Being the elegant we'll city, we'll get some QSL cards printed up for it. Doing a, uh, a special event station from Main Street for uh, for Main Street Music Festival. In the I love Ellicott City. Part two fifty. I got a good uh, friend that came from Elkett City, a terrific artist. So, yeah, but we've got to find a way we do this activation and we head out there and, and do some stuff. I can't, uh, I can't imagine staying in there. What happened? Thank wow. you. Room's on the air. The fourth, uh, the fourth <laughs> window is a peep show window. <laughs> All right, this uh, part of the program brought to you by Glory Hole. Glory Hole, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Sorry, Sherry. Damn. Now who's got the problems? Now who's got, I got the problems. I got to call Meredith back. All right, let's, uh, this is a good time for us to take some of your questions here, me and Sidecar Steve. If you have a cue now about anything, anywhere, uh, from SWR to STDs, I think we can handle that. Now, this all is brown terrible. motel questions go to Scotty. So yeah, Scotty's you know. got to be the authority of telling you that. Yeah, he's he's the local knowledge. Rooms on the air says Pastor Joe. How bizarre is it that we have a pastor <laughs> hanging out here as we talk about all of, this, all of this? The world has changed. Okay, the world has changed, people. We got a hip pastor that uh, he's. I think it's a case study. He's just taking notes, and he's like, "Yeah, I got to tell. This is part of my sermon." Yeah, this is not. He's normal. working on his doctorate thesis, so you know he's just studying us. He needs. Uh, he definitely needs help. So rooms on the air will be uh, hitting a radio near you. All right, this is the time of the show where we invite you to ask your questions. If you're here, put a cue in front of it. Again, any question is fine. We'll try our best to help you. We want to give you tools and tips and practical solutions for your amateur radio needs. Get you on the air and. Hopefully you can reach your goals. You ready, Steve? Let's go. First question this week. Would it be better? Here's one that we pulled off from the weekend. Okay, last weekend. And a new, Adrian is a new member of 100 Watts in a Wire. And the question, it was so big and broad. I was like, I have to take it to the show because more people will see it. What would be better to get first? A beam antenna 
or an amp. And I think Scotty and I both almost fell over like, oh man, because this right here is a question that um, there'll be many different answers. And I gave him a pretty good look at what you'll probably hear from us. But uh, let's start with you, Steve. This guy says, what would it be better to get first, a beam antenna or an amp? Go with the beam. That's the first thing you want to do. The amp is going to be your last item because um, a beam is going to work both in your transmit and your receive. And uh, an amplifier only amplifies your transmit. So if you can't hear the people that you're trying to work and, and all they hear is you, you still can't make the, uh, the QSO. So the old adage is if you can't hear them, you can't work them. So go with the beam, improve your antenna system to the best that you can under your circumstances then think about getting an amplifier, but uh, I would go with the beam first. It's hard to beat. I mean, it sounds like a, mm -hmm. a good luxury. I'm, I'm excited for you that you have the option. I'm an options guy. I love it. I've never been able to just be like, it would be one or the other for me. And, and it was wire antennas off the bat. And everything you will hear, most people say, get your antenna, man. It's all about the antenna. These guys with mm -hmm. thousands of dollars worth of radios and the crappy antenna systems. This is what you would hear on the radio. Mm -hmm. So I think overwhelmingly, and we can ask our friends here to uh, tell us what they think. You can do that in the comments or send us a message. But what would you get first, a beam or an amp? My, my progress was the antenna. I still don't have a beam, but I, I made sure that my antennas were tight too how about you steve you didn't get it all in one bucket did you no no i uh, i improved the antennas as much as i could and and i got the beams first and then and then eventually got amps and uh amplify you know 40 years 45 years in the hobby i would say the last 10 15 years is when i started uh you know, investing in amplifiers or getting amplifiers. Uh, prior to that, it's uh, it's been beams, wire, wire antennas, and just try to improve that portion of it first, and then worry about the amplifier later. Right up. Thank you for that question. Hopes, hopefully, that helps, and we'll see you on Net Night. All right. Turning our attention to question number two. I've never heard a ham say their employer's name on the air. Why? Is that part of part 97? That's from Greg. No, nah, I don't think it's part from part 97. There's nothing in there. It's other than, you know, you, you can't uh, play ham radio and get paid for it. Uh, and that's kind of changed a little bit. But uh, I think it's, you know, I'm, I don't talk about my employer. I mean, I'll, I'll bring it up and I'll mention it. Uh, but for the most part, I think people are just kind of keeping it uh, uh, close to their vest. But um, it's, you know, the, maybe amongst your friends, you, you know, you'll talk about it. Oh, yeah, I work for this utility. And, and for me, I work for Puget Sound Energy, which is a electric and gas utility. So, um, but other folks, don't, they, they don't want to talk about it. So it's, it's, kind of it's not really common but uh I, I would think if you ask someone they would probably tell you yeah it seems like it's almost a privacy thing you know <laughs> or you didn't want to get you didn't want to say anything bad about your employer most people wouldn't want to do that they're talking about what they do i've heard people talk about where they work or they work for motorola and they retired from boeing or wherever it may be 
but uh, there's not anything in the law that says you can't. It's probably more no. privacy. It's, you know, we have a tendency, you know, all of us will, will have a bad day or, you know, things are not going what we think is well at our, at work and we might be kind of ragging on the work and uh some people just don't want to you know advertise that yeah you know my job is pretty crappy and this and that and my boss is an idiot or that blah 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 and then and uh you know in the world of doxing this these days uh who knows <laughs> i it's i i don't hear people talk about it but then every now and then i hear you know, guys, you know, if they were asked uh, where they work and they'll say, yeah, yeah I work for so-and-so. All right. There you go. hope that helps you. Thank you for that question. We've got another one here. How can I tell, this is a good one here. How can I tell if a lightning arrestor is still good in a used antenna switch? This one comes from John. Many times we go to HamFest, we pick up something on a table some things you can test. I'm a big fan of testing the radios, try to find the plug, make sure everything's coming on. There's a bit of risk involved. It was there a simple way to see if the lightning arrestor is still good in your antenna switch, Steve? Uh, if you have carried a little ohmmeter in your pocket, uh, a little multimeter, about yay big, you know, about so big, uh, you could, you know, check it to see if there's, uh, if the lightning arrestor has uh, flashed over and uh, it will cause a short and so your center conductor to your shield would be uh, shorted uh, unless the antenna switch had a ground position if it uh, some antenna switches uh, have a a neutral position that will ground it um, but uh, for the most part uh, it should short out if it once it's been flashed over so and that and if you had one of those where you can you know check the continuity between you know okay the common connector versus the ABC or, you know, one, two, three, four. So, but that's one quick way, but we, you know, I don't carry an old meter in my pocket when I go to the ham fest. So it's kind of like, well, you know, you kind of take it for the, you know, for what it's worth. Yeah. Buyer beware, I guess is, is all you mm -hmm. can really say about that one. All right. If you have a question you'd like us to uh, think about and help you with, you're welcome to put a cue in front of it and put it down there in the chat. And in about 10 minutes or so, I'm going to open up the back door. Oh, I knew it was coming. Oh, the back door at the Browns my, Motel. My there apologies you go. there. Yeah, I didn't know. If the, Is that why it's called the Browns Motel? I don't know, I don't know man. We're getting into the weeds a little bit here now. But uh, yeah, I'm going to put the key. Let me say that differently. I'm going to put the key and we'll probably wrap the show, but uh, open the door and do a little after here if we can hang out because we, we had such a heavy topic and want to open it up for people uh, to come in and say hello if you like. Uh, but Steve, I, I, what I'm going to do is I just dropped the key. It's under the nice. rock behind the mat. So if you do come in here and visit with us today, close the door. It's only 42 degrees and, you know, we'll let... Let the cat out and all that sort of stuff. We got Willie over there. Willie can't get out in the streets. So uh, close the door, grab yourself a beverage, come on in and say hello if you like. The key's under the mat. I wanted to see if you guys had seen this story about the Japanese robot that can peel a banana. Did you see this? What? No. Yeah. What? Most of the time, what? it's in Tokyo. <laughs> They've got robots now. And they say it takes a little while. It takes them a little while. I guess it's a him. I don't know. Uh, but robots in Japan 
They are on factory floors. They do all kinds of simple tasks. They deliver food. We know we've seen them um, detonate bombs and things like that that are happening in, in different ways. So these robots, they've been working on one now that can take two hands and peel a banana. And I thought, oh, okay, this is the uh, researchers at the University of Tokyo. And I don't know what use that really is, but I think they're trying to show the dexterity, if that's the right word, uh, for a robot to be able to um, peel a banana. I guess it's interesting. Um, All these topics that we talk about, I I created a new page on the website, 100 Watts and Wire. It's called Show show Notes, I think it's called. And if you want to go see the articles and the things we're talking about, uh, any ideas? uh, It it, it took uh, 12 to 13 hours of training for this robot to peel a banana. Any thoughts on that, Steve? I'm kind of thinking, why stop at the banana? How about, you know, open up a bag of gummies for a gummy? Open up a bag of... uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, let's do let's do something productive. Yeah, it's interesting technology that they're working on, and um, so you can see the link to the show if you're listening to this and you're like, "What is that all about?" It's real. This uh, came out. It was a uh, Reuters put this out. Now, if they can find one that will come and like wax the carrot, then I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I want." How much does that cost? You know, that might Maybe be. Maybe that's uh, what they're working towards there. You're doing it with the banana. Just go first. down to the Browns Motel. You'll probably find it. There's a new robot at the Browns Motel. It will wax your carrot, peel your banana. What well, I can hear the commercials now. It's a, it's a oh, big yeah. operated banana peeler right next to the coin operated bit. Oh, girl. Hey, it's Charlie at the front desk of the Brown Hotel. You asked about that. BNC connector. I got you, girl. <laughs> Don't forget about the robot in the closet. <laughs> and peel your banana. Your, and we have our personal driver that will take you there. Pick and you driver, up at the airport. Get you there, get you to the airport. And your boyfriend will be in room two <laughs> with the robot. Waxing the camera. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of problems, man. I don't know how it continues to go. But there you go. The Browns Motel. It's on the route. We're going to work all rooms, so to speak. Bro, nice one, Richard. If you guys can. Oh, that, that's Part the, the autopilot Frank, from Frank Airplane. 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 Just garage with the robot sex bot in the hotel It's a room. real thing, man. I'll, I'll, uh, you guys think I'm making it up just for sexy time jokes. But uh, here, it's it's here. For the people that are here, I'll put it down in the uh, the chat there. It's, it's a real Join thing. Join us it's in from... the Discord, and we have pictures of the Brown Motel, at least from the outside, from the street. So, All right. Uh, Gummy will have to, you know, get the inside photos for us. So what we'll do <laughs> is uh, we'll polish this one off, so to speak. You got a robot to polish this one off. <laughs> oh no! This is just—it's uh, always sorry, Sherry. I'm we'll glad I'm not going into Sherry's office. Yeah, it's me this time. Now I'm like, jeez, jeez. The boss is going in. into the boss's office. We're going in there. Yeah. You know, you made this yeah. a public company, and it's <laughs> traded now, and there's millions of dollars exchanged. And you said something about a hotel, the glory hole, and a broken window. <laughs> Can you explain that? Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could. All right. Any questions you may have, put a cue in front of it. We're going to wrap the show up here. We'll go into overtime, and uh, we'll just hang out with you here. We'll end the podcast version, send that off, 
and uh, all will be as well. But you're welcome to stop by and say hello. We'll hang out for a few extra minutes here and uh, come say hello, a sort of a post-show meet and greet. My thanks to Steve, Sidecar Steve. That's W7UDI in Washington State. Remember, oh, there's a couple things I need to tell you about. And of course, I'm going to say yes. thank you to to Scotty, but uh, there's a couple other things I want to mention before we go. Oh, uh, good news. A lot of uh, Ukrainians are heading back to Kiev this weekend, and uh, we've got word that uh, United X-Ray 5, United Oscar, it's a QSL printing service that they plan to resume operations. So hopefully this is a good sign nice. that mm-hmm. uh, they're on the, on the, the turn here. I, I hope so. And we also want to let you know about the Sunday evening net and live stream. Uh, last weekend, there were 113 check-ins, 113 check-ins between Total, 20 and yes. 40. And uh, we did, uh, what is it, uh, FT8? FT8, did I get it right? Scotty yep. on 40 meters there. Uh, so you're welcome to join us again. There will be a live stream on Sunday nights at 7 o'clock Central Time. Come join uh, the fun if you like to. And, uh, and a reminder about we've been talking about Discord. We've been talking about Facebook. Find your people. You know, if you came by today and you thought, oh, these people are pretty, pretty cool. They care about these topics. And then they're also a little, you know, interesting <laughs> themselves. They're, you know, they're like kind of, yeah, they're they interesting. They need professional help. <laughs> um, and again, the show notes. I'm going to try to get anything that we talk about, the special events, the contest, anything like that, the robot that peels and waxes your carrot. All these things are in there. If you don't believe it, you go to the show notes page and you can see it. We do have another question here. Thank you from James. We'll try to pick this up real quick again. Yeah, I, well, let me I read it first for the folks one. at home. Do you guys <clears throat> use... MM Anna slash gal antenna analyzer program. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to read this. I don't understand what that is, but uh, I guess I should read these first before it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't heard about that. Got it. All right. And uh, hello to Todd. Todd came by today. Uh, we finally have uh, made the contact together and exchanged our QSL cards. It's nice to uh, work you. Thank you for stopping by, Michael. Uh, appreciate you guys coming here, James. And we have Richard, uh, Ben, of course. A lot of uh, friends stopped by today. And, of course, our podcast listeners, you're always welcome to join the live show. All right. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Steve. Well, we'll hang out a little bit extra time here. But uh, this portion is going out to the people. I'll say 7-3. May the dogs run by your side. My thanks to Meredith also for uh, raising the quality and at least the seriousness of our show to talk about mental health issues today. We appreciate her. Hopefully she'll come back. If she heard the last 10 minutes of the show, ain't a chance in hell. Ain't a Probably chance. not. Not coming I'm back. So I gotta, I gotta <laughs> yep. keep myself together. If I'm like, just, just give 12 minutes, 12 possible good minutes, and hopefully she won't watch the rest, but We'll never hear from Thank her you again, again, Meredith, for being with us. That's yeah, that a great awesome. segment. Thank you very much. All right, we'll say 7-3. And uh, by all means, if you can, whatever you do, all the static, all the noise, please try and stay above the noise. 73, guys, 7-3. 7-3, everyone. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.